everyone and welcome back to another episode of Along With My Thoughts. I am Caroline and today we will be talking about body image, which is a very sensitive topic. Even to me now, after like years of working to unlearn certain, I don't know, beliefs about body image, I'm still like struggling and feeling insecure most of the time so I want to talk about this topic today with you and share some of the things that I've been working on and the things or the rituals that I'm doing or the exercises or the you know the routine that I have uh, nowadays to help eliminate and rewire some of the beliefs about body image um, but first I will be giving you some update um, this past couple of days or even weeks, I feel like you have probably, you can probably guess that I am really like taking content creation very seriously, not only with this podcast, um, but still, you know, with this podcast, I am determined to like have a topic dedicated to each month of the year and I'm trying my best to pre-record and upload two episodes a week just to, first of all, like, draw attraction, or not draw attraction, but, like, draw traffic and draw audience. But beside this podcast, I have really just, I have recently decided to start TikTok um, and not, like, because I'm still not comfortable with like recording in front of camera, so I thought I would just do use the carousel feature on TikTok, and just to build an audience off of that feature before I feel like I'm more comfortable with, you know, speaking in front of the camera and just dealing with some of my insecurities like my skin. Then I'm gonna be able to rebrand and then redirect my TikTok if, you know, if ever takes off or something like that. But I recently, yesterday actually, I posted my first TikTok video. So congratulations to me. Um, But I'm just like, in the beginning, I'm just like reminding myself that, oh, this is something that you do for enjoyment, you know, like fulfillment and something that I should enjoy doing instead of um focusing on the goal of like making money and you know growing even though like those those are the goals that I eventually want to head towards but right now I'm just in the headspace of trying to embrace it you know embrace this journey and trying to I know enjoy the gift of not having a big follower following yet you know even with this podcast I feel like I would I wouldn't be able to talk f- this freely about the topics that I care about if I ever to have a big following and if this podcast ever takes off. So right now I'm just like enjoying and taking this podcast as a therapy, like my therapist and just event place for me to talk without any restriction, without anybody knowing who I am um, because I know that I am a very shy person and you know I cannot go around and post about this podcast on my social media even though that's like that means that this podcast is not ever going to grow as quickly as others but I'm fine with that for now and even with my TikTok also I'm fine with it being this small little community even if it's only myself you know it's like 
small community of me just doing whatever I want. And that just gives me joy and, you know, just like fulfillment, you know. Um, and also with my Pinterest, my I started my Pinterest like officially as a creator back in, I would say, um, 2020. Um, that was when I really, I, I got into like print on demand and drop shipping back then. And that was when like I like, you know, design and then post my designs and my products onto Pinterest to promote it. And that's how I gain a big following, not big, but to me, that's big, like more than a thousand, um, audience, like impression and engagement and reach. So that was very big to me and recently I decided to take it like retake it and make it become more serious like official and I have recently been verified as a Pinterest creator um and I'm part of like the creator fund now so that is very very cool um but I'm like determined to get it going you know and keep maintaining that and and I recently like um just found out like the niche that I wanted to do with my Pinterest is something about like motivation quotes and just like using words to uplift and uplift and you know reassure people I'm sorry like my my notifications going off um I have my iPad with me because I need to um like look at the notes that I took down for this episode but that means that you know it's going off so I'm sorry if that bothers you but anyway um, that's the first update that I have uh, regarding content creation and some of the things that I'm doing with social media because, I don't know, when people ask me what I want to do when I grow up, I tend to shy away from the topic of being a social media influencer because even though content creation is like my passion, I like it, I enjoy it, I enjoy like expressing myself in a way, but I feel like first I don't feel like I would be that big. Um, so I and second, I don't think that, you know, I feel like that job still has this very negative connotation in the world nowadays. So whenever people ask me, I tend to shy away from directly answering, Oh, I want to become a social media influencer. Instead I say, Oh, I want to work in the social media industry and not clarifying what that specifically means so I think I'm gonna have to make an episode about that but you know um so it's like full of secrets you know but I don't I don't know I don't know what I would do um if I if I don't do that if I don't say that you know because I feel like I don't have anything as proof that I'm gonna be able to make a living off of social media so right now I'm just like playing it safe you know so yeah the second um update that I have along the lines of making a living is that I recently joined not joined but like I recently also took like doing paid surveys and paid kind of like feedback giving feedback very seriously meaning that I would take surveys for different companies, researchers, employers to give my feedback about their services. Um, and then in return, I will be paid for that. And even though it's not much, it's a couple of cents or even a dollar fifty or two dollars um, at once. But I feel like if I am consistent with that and I 
you know, do it over and over, over on a daily basis, then I would be able to make a decent amount to, you know, be like use that at, as my savings and some of the unexpected emergency expenses. So I've recently did uh decided to do that and I signed up for like four different companies um or four different apps and like platforms where you could do surveys with and I'm just like testing everything out um and just trying to like find my routine with them that makes sense i know that my what my favorite is but you see i'm 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 giving the others a second chance and you know just trying to give it a try like i saw a tiktok about a girl saying that if you are consistent real consistent with doing surveys and letting the algorithm know who you are and know about your expertise and know about your hobbies and um some of the some of your lifestyle and hobbies then you really could be able to make a living off of like not a living but like a strong side hustle off of like doing just paid surveys um that girl that tiktok girl told me that oh if you're consistent for like six months or something with like surveys you could be able to make like 300 to 600 bucks a week and that is like a real 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 big amount when it comes to like side hustle so i'm like I'm trying to give it a chance, you know, and I need to be very consistent with that. And so, yeah, with this, like the last two weeks that I have for the next semester, like the spring semester, I'm trying to get into the habit of doing surveys and then maybe hopefully I can be able to do it more quickly and save me more time. Um, So, yeah, I'm just trying to like establish a routine and just like testing everything out to see what thing I I want to keep in my life and what I want to eliminate in my life so right now it's just like a testing time you know um with that being said those are all the updates that I have for you today and without further ado let's get straight into the topic of body image um I have to give you a bit of a context so I am Vietnamese so I feel like I'm full Vietnamese I was born and raised in Vietnam and even though I recently moved to the U.S. to study abroad, I was still like heavily influenced by some of the Asian beliefs regarding body image. And I, I don't know about you, but for me personally, I believe that Asian countries have a very strict preference when preference when it comes to like body type, you know. And I know that's very toxic, but it's just the way that we are. And I know that we need to change. Um. And I feel like it's starting to change, um, but still, it's a very heavily deep-rooted thing in Asian. Um, and in my country, because my, my parents are from the north, and the northern part of Vietnam is known for being even more strict and even more traditional, very, very traditional, even conservative, if you, if you want to say it like that. Um, and I remember growing up, in my part of Vietnam, like the northern part, in my community, my hometown, we live in a very small town in Hanoi. Um, and in my town, com- commenting on other people's thick bodies is very normal. And it is considered an act of kindness even because if they don't care about you, if they don't love you, if it, 
if they are not your family, um, then they would not even care to you know talk about you like that. So, in my community, it's considered very normal and even expected to an extent to comment on people's bodies, especially weight. Um, and so growing up, not growing up, then it started to hit me when I entered high school, with you know my acne and my body weight fluctuated, um, and I genetically had a have a very round face. I don't have a an oval face or something, and all of my fat in my body would come to my my face, and you know my I have a double chin and stuff like that. So people would comment on that. Every year that I go back to my hometown, people I would hear things about my body, you know, um, and even my parents do this. Um, so before high school, I wouldn't say anything about that. I didn't dare to say anything about that. Even I would just like not say anything and su- suppress my feelings. Um, but when I enter like high school, I made it a promise to myself to make it very clear to my parents that I do not like my body to be talked about like that way you know I I didn't allow them to talk about anything regarding my body even my weight my face my acne um even now um so I made it really clear um for my parents but sometimes I can only do that with my parents, you know, because they are the closest to me. But other relatives, I cannot do that, or else I would be considered rude and impolite, um, and like that, you know. Um, and so I remember before I came to America, I went back to my hometown for the last trip to like say goodbye to my grandparents and my relatives, my uncles, my aunts, um, and stuff like that. And I went, and I remember vividly that. I when I came back there, people would talk about my like me gaining weight, um, and you know my acne and stuff like that, and my round face, um, and I back then I still to like revolt a bit, but I didn't I didn't make it obvious enough for them to know, um, and when I came after that, like fast forward to now, not now, but like a couple months later when I was like in the U.S. already. And I FaceTimed my mom, and I told her about how uncomfortable I felt at that moment, and how unfair it was because they would only do that to me and not my brother, even though, like bodily speaking, like anatomically or like I don't know, statistically speaking, um, my brother's my brother is a lot overweight when 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 you like calculate something they have a. Um, a measure like a BMI measurement where you would use that to measure how if you are overweight or not. So he is like he was like way more overweight than I was, but still nobody commented on how, like, quote unquote fat he was or overweight he was, and rather for men and for boys like being overweight was normal and being overweight was for for boys like was very much celebrated because that means that oh they grow up very fast you know and they would become very big and strong and stuff like that but women are supposed to be very feminine and feminine in my culture means tiny and like skinny and but you still have to have boobs and you know your butt and stuff like that so it's like it's a very toxic way to think about it that way 
Um, so anyway, I told my mom about that, right? But my mom didn't think that it was a big deal, and she thought that I was like overreacting and stuff like that. And that is like the last straw to me, and I completely took off, and I just like told completely broke down. I told her that was like how she didn't listen to me, and I just like completely hung up the phone without. I was very angry. I and I I think that I it was the right thing for me to do because that was not a good thing to do. And I I talked to my therapist about this, um, and she said that I've I I did a good job. Like it was very reasonable for me to do so to react that way, and so that was like the big fallout between me and my mom when I came to America. And I feel like from that point forward, she just did not talk about my weight, and that's like the the thing that I needed. Even though I know that, that means that I would not be able to be more intimate with my mom. But I'm like completely fine about that because, before I am e until I am able to work through the insecurities and the toxic, the negative belief that I have regarding my body, I'm not willing to talk about that. And I feel like me not talking about that is a good thing for me. So, yeah. Um. Whoa, that was a lot. But anyway, um, after that, a couple months later, when I realized I talked about this in my previous episode about um, posture and confidence about how I realized that oh, it's all because of bad posture you know that i have little pouch in my belly and there's nothing wrong with having you know belly fat or something but um i just realized that it's because of my posture and that's why i have like lower back pain uh i have a something called anterior tilt uh, like anterior pelvic tilt where my pelvic would be rotated forward uh, my abs are not engaged my glutes are not engaged and i have very weak abs and glutes and that's that caused uh lower back pain for me because my back my like my lower back would carry the most weight and that's not healthy um so like with like the body image aside that is not a good thing you know a healthy thing to have with your body and so i once i worked on my posture and stuff like that i started to feel better about myself um and i just I feel like my beliefs about exercising and working out kind of shifted a bit because I now incorporated, I now value like small daily movements, but like consistent movements over just like very strong, very like, I don't know, uh, full range, like very, I don't know, like uh, intense movements but only doing them a couple of times a week, if that makes sense. So, you know, consistency is more valuable to me now. And that's why I um, started to incorporate, like I mentioned, daily walks, like Pilates, trying to get stronger around my abs um, to counter the anterior pelvic tilt that I have. Um, and doing more stretching, that means yoga just makes me feel very good makes my body feel very good and that just helps with my sleep as well and also like doing dance workouts like I mentioned because those are the things that motivate me to work out like make me feel good about myself and make me enjoy exercising and move moving um 
So, yeah, right now I'm just, like, focused on trying to feel good, trying to just, like, feel good. You know, the endorphins that are produced after my dance workout are phenomenal, and it make, they make me feel very good about myself. Um, and I feel like that is very much needed, you know, in this journey towards, like, loving ourselves and loving our body and, like, counteracting the negative beliefs about body image. So, with that being said, this is your reminder to love your body and to just do the things that you enjoy the most and that makes you feel good. Um, When it comes to exercising, I know that... um, But that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy lifting weight because I do enjoy lifting weight. It makes me feel very strong and it builds muscle. So... um, I really enjoyed uh, lifting weight and I can't wait to go back to my school's gym and start lifting weight again. I really enjoyed it and I didn't feel very anxious or like insecure at all. I felt very strong. Um, but I am like mindful now to also incorporate like daily movements, like daily walks when I'm back in college and also like dance workouts or just like Pilates like a couple of times a week and more yoga and stretching um so just like doing the things that make me feel good and also like eating more greens because eating more fiber and greens and vegetable in general helps with my metabolism and it helps me digest food more and that just means like burning more fat you know and making me feel more hungry and I have a bigger appetite now which is a good thing so I'm like yeah just like go listen because I talked about this already i talked about um diet right eating more greens healing my gut and not restricting so go give that a listen um but i feel like that's all i have for you today i hope you enjoy this episode um and again this is your reminder to love your body your body is perfect as it is and you should not let anyone decide or even let your mind decide that it's okay to talk shit about your body because it's not, you know. Um, you deserve to love yourself. You deserve the love that you give to others. So start giving that love to your body and yourself. And with that being said, I will be see you. you oh my gosh. I will be seeing you in the next episode very soon. Until then, bye-bye.